Hello and welcome to CreekCast. I am Marcus. And I'm Josh. And we are so glad that you joined us for this Wednesday and hope that you're doing good. Yes. Hope you're having a great Wednesday. Yes. Um, you can catch us on social medias. Um, we have Kids Creek going lesson going live at 6 o'clock on our Facebook page, a Focus Student Ministry Zoom meeting. Um, you can find information for that on the website or on the Focus Student Ministry Facebook page. And then we have a Mill Creek Adult Bible Study um, prayer meeting going on at 7 o'clock. And you can get information for that um, through Brother Ray through the website. Yes. Yes. And then uh, I hope you're doing good in quarantine and not going too crazy. Um but it's been it's been real, that's for sure, and not real fun. It has not been real fun, not at all. Um, I'm ready for it to be over with. I am ready for it to be over with too. Um, just yes. But we are in First Timothy chapter two, verses eight through fifteen today. I'm um, sort of continuing on talking about prayer, and um, and we see that we should be in every place. We should be praying, you know. Um, that we should be doing it without arguing and quarreling also. Yeah. You know, that it should be a focus of ours to be praying all the time. Yeah. Because I mean, I mean, for, for this passage here to start off with prayer, it gets, kind of emphasizes the, the importance of prayer. Yeah. Um, and I, I always say it, we don't pray enough. No, um, we don't make it a priority enough. And it's the, I would say it's the most powerful thing that we have outside of the Bible that we don't use. Yep. I'd agree with that. And then I'm just going to sort of read the commentary today because the rest of this deals with some... Just going to read the commentary. <laughs> it says, Prayer in the church is to be without wrath. Prayer is a work of, of love in the church. Lifting up holy hands indicates a condition of a pure heart and cleansing life, or cleansed life. And without doubt, doubting is the opposite of faith. Faith believes that God hears. Paul deals with the dress, behavior, and role of women in the church. Godly women are attractive because of their good works. In verse 11, Paul speaks to on the subject of women's behavior in the church. While Paul's ministry includes female co-workers, he makes it clear that their role is one of a subordinate to male leadership. A woman is to not to teach or have authority over a man. He supports his teaching from God's activity. Adam was created first and had predescence over Eve. And in human history, Satan founded that women easier to deceive. To accept such a role of subordination demonstrates Christ-like humility for Christ. Though equal with the Father, subordinated himself will subordinated his will to the Father's will. Verse 15 needs to be interpreted in its context. That of the Garden of Eden at issue is not soul salvation, but societal salvation. Adam's purpose in life was not was to be founded in the sweat of your face, or in the sweat of your face. His sweat provided for their needs. Eve's salvation was to be found in childbirth, that is accepting God's ordained role of subjection to her husband and bearing children. Note, they, of verse 15, refers to both husband and wife. Yep. And, uh, I mean, I think it would be, you know, I'm going to take this kind of as a youth pastor mindset. Yep. Um, that it'd be silly to pretend that guys do not take looks into consideration when they're considering dating a girl or looking at a girl. Yep. Um, but that should not be the only quality a guy should uh, look for in a girl. 
Um, there's friendly, there's honesty, there's sense of humor, there's confidence, there's loves Jesus. I mean, all these things that we should be looking for. Um, and I feel, uh, cause I mean, that list can go on, but I feel girls, um, there for girls, there's more pressure on them to focus on their looks rather than the way they live their life. Yeah. Um, and I think this passage starts off with praying because we need to be praying for our spouses. We need to be praying for our future spouses um, and not by, oh, I want a beautiful uh, woman. I want that. I, I want a godly woman. Yeah. I want a honest woman. I want these things and, and praying for those things. Um, and uh, I think a lot of times we, especially in the world we live in today, it's all about looks. Um, and we, we wonder why, uh, you know, girls are so caught up in how they dress and what they look like. Um, and I'll be honest, when I was 10 years old, you know, the 10 year old girls didn't look like they were 25. Right. Now they do. And it's crazy. crazy. Um, but we have allowed that because of the pressure that the the girls have to look yeah, older, way. Yeah. look a certain way, act a certain way. And it's, it's that pressure that they have on, and it's not just from the industry. Nope. It's from all guys. Yep. Um, and, uh, that kind of seeps into the church as well because it's, um, oh, you can't do that because you're a woman. Um, you can't say these things because you're a woman. Um, you can't teach these things because you're a woman. And I would agree with that to an extent, but at the same time, it's, you can be very legalistic. Oh yeah. And- like I was serving at a church to where Tammy made a motion during a business meeting and I had the head of deacons come to me and say, Hey, Tammy's not allowed to make motions when we can't make motions. Mm. And I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. I, uh, <laughs> when I was in college, um, I, uh, I, I've, I've said before, I went to a non-denominational non- church. Um, so there was a, a girl in my ministry classes, in my preaching class. Um, and there's nothing wrong with a girl preaching um, in certain mm, contexts. Right. Um, and uh, we had a Southern Baptist preacher who was the teacher for that uh, class. And he was very, very biblical in in these things where if you if you teach and if you preach you must have a head covering or you know things like that and um and he didn't say that right um but she was very she went to his church and things like that so when she it was time for her to do her public preaching time uh she came with her with her hair pulled pulled back it wasn't a head covering but it was enough to wear it and uh uh, i remember him complimenting her on that and, and after she was done she he said I want to let you know that I appreciate that you, you know, pulled back your hair and all these things. And I was just like, seriously, like that's what you're going to grade her on. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Like, is that really that important right now? Um, but it's, it's things like that where I feel like it's very, like it can be legalism uh, in a sense, but at the end of the day, the pressures that we put on women are super, super heavy on them. Um, to the point of where they're scared to say, to do things there. Um, and I think uh, our world has changed a lot in that, yeah. in that mindset. Um, Cause we're not so gung ho about that. Um, but I also feel like there's a lot of churches out there that have been very lit have um, they're not as strong in their beliefs with this. Yeah. Um, and uh, cause I, I, I don't believe that there should be women pastors. I'd agree with uh, that. And you, you that's would, scriptural. That's scriptural. <laughs> yeah. Um, now the the gray area in that is the you know is a Jones pastor 
right. uh, pastor is a youth pastor, a pastor. Yeah. So I have many friends that are, are that are not friends, but I know yeah. people that are, that are women who are youth pastors. And uh, I know there's youth, children's directors yep. and they're women. So they're not technically a pastor, but they are teaching. Oh man. The, just the conference I went to in January, you know, it was a children's conference yeah. you know, and there was a lot of women, children's pastors, there's children's directors. There yeah. were, you know, and I mean, let's just be honest. If it wasn't for the women in my children's program, I wouldn't have a children's program. Yeah. You know, cause we look at the guys that help out and there's a handful of us, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And yeah, it's, I mean, really the, we like to draw this line of what, what women can and cannot do, but really the women have stepped up because the guys haven't been doing what they're supposed to be doing. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I think we get so caught up in the, oh, somebody else will step up and do it. And it ends up being women. Yep. Uh, and I, I'll be honest, I have a very weird youth group where it's 90% guys. That's very unheard of. Yeah. Um, and the, I mean, the jokes of some of my guys is Marcus, we don't have any girls that I can date. And, uh, <laughs> and I agree, I agree with them. And you're and like, I, good. <laughs> right. Uh, and, uh, and I agree because the ones that are in our youth group, like, no, you guys aren't going to match up. Like, right. you, no. Um, and, uh, and the girls would agree, like the guys that we have, I don't want to date them. Yeah. Um, but like, it's, When, when it comes to women or when it comes to men, we are to be leading prayer with, with the church and with our families and with those people. Um, but women should emphasize spiritual preparation and beauty more than physical preparation and beauty. Um, and, uh, I think a lot of times we can overlook that a little, little because of the pressures we give them. Um, you know, women are to, to show submission and yield to the authority of, of the men and, uh, the men, men God has appointed to lead the church. Um, but not to the point of being unbiblical, not to the point of overstepping boundaries. Yeah. Um, and that, that goes for men as well, not just women. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, as a, as a, a man leader, we should be setting the example. We should be making sure living a biblical life. We should be the leaders that God's called us to be, Yeah, you know, being honorable and not being a distraction and, and all these things. Exactly. So, well, I don't want to get too much into yeah. this because <laughs> I think that's good where we have it right now. Yes. So I think it's me, correct? Yep. Yep. So our prayer request for today is for the Philippines, uh, for seminary graduates willing to work among the rural poor. And then a word from our sponsor. Sunday Cool is more than just a custom t-shirt company. Sunday Cool is a company that goes above and beyond to serve the servers, the people who devote their lives to ministry and serving others. Sunday Cool brings together the coolest custom designs, a remarkable buying experience, constant engagement of clients with creative content. Oh, and then we mentioned they provide the world's softest prints on the world's softest tees. Go say hi to Carl on SundayCool.com and make sure to choose Sunday Cool on your next order. And then our life step. Paul has given us a woman's guide to attractive living. Everything about her draws attention to her walk in godliness. Um, dear lady, does your outer appearance, apparel, hair, jewelry draw attention to an inward in, in inner well-balanced walk that pleases Jesus that pleases God. Yeah. And, that, and that's what I was trying to say yeah. of it's not about her beauty. It's about how is she walking with the Lord? Yep. 
Um, so that's yep. important. But for this day, for this Wednesday, I've been Marcus. I've been Josh. Booyah. Booyah. <laughs>